This show is a part of the podcast network of the Walled Garden Philosophical Society, an international community of philosophers and seekers dedicated to the pursuit of truth, wisdom, virtue, and the divine, wherever they may be found. To find out more, go to thewalledgarden.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Searching with Seneca. Today we're diving into letter number 23 on the true joy which comes from philosophy. And I'm just going to be focusing on the first maybe two and a half verses today, uh, just because uh, in these verses Seneca is kind of setting up the foundation and, and giving us uh, something to think about that he's talked about many, many times before, which is uh, bringing us back to an awareness of the goods of our own soul, right? And bringing us back to an awareness that the goods of the soul are really the true joy that we're all seeking here, uh, if we will but look inwardly. And uh I actually wanted to start off with uh, a passage from a poem. It's, it's, it's more of a proclamation that I've been working on lately, and it goes like this. Is there any fact more reassuring to a person than this one? That we, as with all other people, must endure the basest of our animal instincts, and that we, as with all other people, have within our grasp at all times the power to commune with that which is most divine within us. So, of course, this was kind of influenced by Seneca's writings, uh, but it's it's also uh, got a lot to do with the sort of questions that I've been asking lately, the sort of practices that I've been engaging in lately to to see if Seneca is is right, you know. Uh, and 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 I believe that this is a message that Seneca tries to get across to us so much, you know, wake up and realize that there is something pure and beautiful and 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 welcoming and joyful within you called the soul, right? And and if you can build a solid relationship with your soul, if you can if you can understand your soul, if you can know yourself, uh, if you can come back to quietness and and inner solitude, then you can find that thing that will carry you through life with a sense of joy and equanimity throughout every situation that you face. And this is such a beautiful message that he tries to get across and I I think that he's 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 building the foundations of this letter in the first couple of verses upon this very message. So, we'll read and uh, we'll see where we find ourselves. So, he says the following, quote, Do you suppose that I shall write you how kindly the winter season has dealt with us, a short season and a mild one? Or what a nasty spring we are having, cold weather out of season, and all the other trivialities which people write when they are at loss for topics of conversation? No, I shall communicate something which may help both you and myself. And what shall this something be, if not an exhortation to soundness of mind? Do you ask what is the foundation of a sound mind? It is not to find joy in useless things. I said that it was the foundation. It is really the pinnacle. We have reached the heights if we know what it is that we find joy in, and if we have not placed our happiness in the control of externals. The man who is goaded ahead by hope of anything, though it be within reach, though it be easy of access, and though his ambitions have never played him false, is troubled and unsure of himself. Above all, my dear Lucilius, make this your business. Learn how to feel joy. End quote. 
So as you can see here, Seneca is trying to get us to see the goods of our own soul, right? He's trying to pull us away from our, our desires and hopes to have all of these externals and to see where the true joy actually comes from. Because if you understand where it comes from, if you understand the source, and if you can enter that source at any moment in your life, then you have it. You know, it's within you. You understand that. And, uh, and this goes back to something that the Stoics always teach us, with the, is that what you truly need in life is within you, right? You don't need to go around grasping for things outside of you to get what you truly need. It's within you. And so, let's, let's break this down a bit, right? So, what's the ultimate goal here? He says it right at the end of that passage. Above all, my dear Lucilius, make this your business. Learn how to feel joy, right? So, he's trying to get us to see there is a true joy that you need to learn what it feels like, what it looks like, how it, how it manifests itself. You need to know where it comes from, right? And so, where does it come from? Well, let's go back to the start of verse 2. He says, we have reached the heights if we know what it is that we find joy in, and if we have not placed our happiness in the control of externals. The man who is goaded ahead by hope of anything, though it be within reach, though it is easy of access, and though his ambitions have never played him false, is troubled and unsure of himself, right? So, what do we want? Well, we want to learn how to feel joy. And how are we going to find that? By not placing our happiness, our joy, our experience in life in the control of externals right? By not hoping for anything that is outside of our reach right now in this moment, right? So, he's making this point that he often brings up, which is that we don't want to give the power to those things that are outside of our control, because then we are a slave to those things. You know, if you decide that I'm only going to be happy in life if I have you know, a beautiful house and a beautiful car and everything is just perfect. Well, it's it's like uh, you're setting yourself up to be a slave to those things and also to things that will never bring you the true inner joy that Seneca is talking about here. And so, in the spirit of learning how to feel that true inner joy, I want you to think about uh, the situations in your life that you might characterize by the term joy. You've felt joy or it's been a sweet moment or a beautiful moment where you've, you've felt that warm feeling in your heart that, that you know that there's something right about where you are and how you're acting and who you're with and, 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 and the things that you're doing. Uh, think of it as the right place at the right time in the right you know, mindset. And I'd like you to then think about where does that feeling come from? Where does it reside? You know, what are the situations that are helping that to take place? Is it something that comes from externals? As in, is it something that lies outside of your reach at all times, at all moments? Or is it something that you can sit back into in these moments in life when you recognize, uh, I could be finding a sweetness in this moment right now. I could be finding a certain joy in this moment right now if I'm willing to be satisfied with that good which is within me and which is able to be projected into the outer world. And so, this is really what I was trying to get at in that kind of poem or proclamation that I read out to you at the start of the episode, uh, is that there's, there's true reassurance and, and safety in knowing that at the end of the day, uh, 
everybody has to deal with those basest animal instincts. I'm talking about that kind of idea of everybody poops, right? <laughs> it's like, look, we all have to do certain things uh, that remind us that at the end of the day, we're all a bit creature-like. Uh, but also, there's something just beautiful about the knowledge that at all times we have access to this communion of with with what is best about us, with, with what, what is divine about us, uh, with our soul, where we are able to rest in a place of true inward joy. Uh, and, and this is the, the message, I believe, that Seneca is trying to get across to us and really shove down our throats so much uh, in his writings is, Listen, learn to be satisfied with what you have access to right now. Stop asking for things that that you could literally find right now in this moment that you have access to. And, and of course, we're all trying to wrestle with that question of how true is that statement? Just how much can I find? How much joy can I find within my soul in each moment of my life? Because obviously, we don't want to be ideological about this. There are some things that come along in life and just hit us like a truck and, and throw us into pieces, right? Uh, and, 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 and so, we always have to wrestle with this question of in this moment right now, and, and, and this is philosophy, right? In this moment right now, what are the goods that I have access to within me that can help me to deal with this situation, this moment, this relationship, you know, this conversation uh, in, in the best uh, and most, most fulfilling and flourishing way that I possibly can? So I'm going to leave it there. Obviously, towards the rest of the letter, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about Seneca's approach when it comes to uh, finding the joy within philosophy, right? Uh, and that that quest for wisdom. Uh, and so I'm very excited. As I said, uh, I believe. Uh, towards the start of, uh, or towards the end of last episode, uh, this letter is kind of one of those ones where I've pretty much highlighted everything. So we're going to take our time going through it, uh, but certainly there's some there's some really beautiful stuff that we can find in here that can really help us to uh, uh, think about our journey of seeking wisdom in life. So I'll talk to you next time, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. <laughs>